0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole, or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. He is not someone who is in this faith all by himself. One of the important facts that will come later in the epistle is that Paul, although his entry into the ministry of the gospel was separate and distinct from that of the other apostles, did preach a message that was the same as what they were also preaching. So here he is able to say that this letter to the Galatians comes to them not only from him, but also from all of the brothers, all of the fellow believers who are with him. And he addresses the letter to the churches of Galatia. In scholarship, in serious study of the Bible, New Testament, uh, there has been a lot of, a good deal of debate on what the churches of Galatia are. The best evidence points to the fact that these are, as mentioned earlier, the churches that were established in what is now southern Turkey, southeastern Turkey, in places where Paul went along with Barnabas, his companion, on the first missionary journey. Cities like Lystra, Derby, Iconium, etc. These places to where Paul had gone seem to have been visited by others subsequent to Paul's own visit, who also claimed to be believers in Jesus but advocated a somewhat modified message. And this is sort of the burden of the epistle, that they brought a message that seems to have corrupted the purity and consequently the vitality, the effectiveness and truth of the message that Paul had brought to them. But we do not know, or he does not say much more in this phrase about the churches of Galatia, All that we know is that it is addressed to more than one. And although it is addressed to a group of Christians who lived in the first century, the message is important and truly crucial even for our day. The the epistle of Paul to the Galatians was pivotal in the transformation of the understanding of Martin Luther when he came to understand the gospel. It was the verse in the Epistle to the Galatians, which quotes the Old Testament, that says that the just shall live by faith, that opened his mind to the understanding that to be right with God, one must come to God through faith. And this is at the heart of the controversy that Paul will address when he's writing to the Galatians. So we'll see very soon that he is writing to address a problem, that something that causes unhappiness has transpired in the regions of Galatia. And at the same time, even before he gets to that, he speaks to them with a word of greeting and blessing. He says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is actually a good point to remember in life when we have to deal with issues, especially in relationships, problems and difficulties arise, mistakes happen, correction is needed. Here the apostle is writing to a group of Christians who, in according to his own words, have clearly erred, have gone away from what is correct, but he does not forget other things about them as he is writing to them. He is still speaking to them in the context of the relationship he has with them through the gospel. His intentions are still gracious. So he says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. All genuine believers throughout the world are related in a common bond of relationship to the living and true God. Through Jesus Christ, God offers us an eternal, enduring relationship where those who come to Him through Christ and trust in Him are made children of God. We are brought into a new family. God becomes our Father. We acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord through faith in the Gospel, one is actually entering into touch, with contact, with ultimate realities, into an experience and and status that goes beyond this life and extends into all time, beyond time. So, in this context, so he speaks to them of the grace, of the goodness, the kind dealings of God that come to us and the peace that results from having God as our Father and Jesus Christ as our Lord. As we go through life, often experiencing turmoil and seeking peace, it is good to know that God can be the source of this peace and rest, that God is real, As we go through life's difficulties and turmoils, which often rob us of peace and rest, it is good to remember that the Christian message, the message of the Bible, is meant for daily living also. It is not merely about the esoteric, the abstract, things in the heavens, things about the future, but it is very much about the here and now because God is very real and is happy to interact with us and work in our lives in the here and now. This is actually one of the amazing facts about the Bible, that the God of history is one who is constantly at work in the world. Whenever I study the Bible, uh, this fact kind of stands out as most marvelous um, in contrast to all the other religions and books of religion. That is, from the very beginning, the God of the Bible acts in real time, in real places. One of the, the greatest discoveries I had as a young man is to, to know that you can actually have a map and an atlas of places in the Bible. Uh, places and dates in the Bible correspond to real history. Just like Galatia is actually a real place. We have some doubts as to whether it refers to southeastern Turkey or northeastern Turkey. But even uh, that much question is not there about most place identifications. So even back in Genesis, a man called Abraham, he does not live in a land of myth, but he comes out of Ur in southern Mesopotamia, which is southern Iraq. He travels to Haran, which is northern Syria. He comes down into Canaan, which is part of today's Israel and Palestinian territories, and spends a lot of time in in Bershava, where you can actually go and, and, and visit and, in fact, see the remains of the ancient city on the site. So it is with the New Testament. The fact of the matter is that we have reference, even outside of the Bible, to things mentioned in the Bible, extending from the second millennium B.C., That is in the 1000s BC. And much more detail with names of persons when we come to the time of the kings in Israel. So Assyrian monarchs who are contemporary, even by biblical reckoning to the rulers of Israel and Judah are mentioned in these records. All of biblical history happens on this earth in real time. In a world that is familiar to us. Jesus Christ was crucified during the governorship of Pilate who is a historical figure who was governor of Judea in the first century at the time that Christ was put to death. Herod and others are real people so are the Apostles. So it is an amazing thing that the Bible deals with with real time And there's no other religious book that really is so anchored in time and place in real history as the Bible is. So it should not be surprising to us that the living God is concerned about us and is willing to engage us. So the grace and peace offered through the gospel that Paul speaks to the people in the region of Galatia also is extended to anyone who comes to God through Christ today. God is concerned to make the things which are wrong in our experience of life right. This comes from turning to Him, opening our hearts to Him, wanting Him to have a say in how we live, and listening to His voice in the Word of God. God comes to us not simply as authority, although He is. He is a Creator. (laughs) He made all things by His power. Our own lives we owe to Him. All we need is to look at the, the marvel of our design and structure and how we have been placed in a world where we freely use the gifts of God, such as the, the air we breathe and the water we drink and the food we eat. God is not only the all-powerful creator, but also a gracious and loving one who is concerned about each one of us. He knows the trouble in our life, the messes that we are in, how our own dispositions and bent of mind is often against what is good and right. But he still reaches out to us and wants to engage us because he wants us to experience his life and the true life which he is willing to grant to us. So in writing to the Galatians, believers also, the Christians, Paul in chapter 1, verse 4, describes Christ this way, that Jesus Christ is the one who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. It does not take a lot of argument for us to recognize that this world that we live in is really a miserable place. We often see the perpetrators as some extremely bad people in the world. And while there is some truth to it, all of us have made our little contributions to misery in this world. Through our lack of love, through our hatreds, through our lack of justice unkindness and god recognizes who we are just as we are and he sent his son into the world to save this lot of sinners we are that sinful lot we needed mercy and forgiveness and grace jesus the son of god left heaven and came into this world willingly and voluntarily to save sinners. This fact is the heart of the Gospel. It is worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And no one is accepted from that group. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So Jesus Christ offers us grace and peace because it is He who gave Himself for our sins. Jesus' death on the cross was not merely a miscarriage of justice. It was not something that merely illustrates the evil that is in the world. It is not another example of the abuse of power by those who hold it. No, Jesus' death, in a way, even though in its outworking, Involve the evil acts of men is something that God, above and over it, intended for the benefit of humanity because Jesus died to save sinners. He gave Himself for our sins to pay for the guilt of our shortcomings and faults and sins, to atone for our rebellious attitude and heart toward God. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash partner.